This is the Dancepreneuring Studio podcast session number 210, how watching a live performance can help you achieve your heart's desire. Hello there and welcome to session number 210 of the Dancepreneuring Studio podcast. I'm Annette Bone and the Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business. I get the joy and the privilege of sharing my journey back into the dance world after a 20 plus year hiatus, the lessons I've learned, the transformation I've experienced, and the wonderful creatives I've met along the way who also share their stories, their ideas, strategies, and tactics to help move your life and your business forward. You know, it's interesting how you think time flies so quickly, and it does, and then you don't realize how much time has passed and what has or hasn't been done. That's certainly been my case with the events that I've gone to in the past couple months and um, my intentions (laughs) of having episodes ready, and that has obviously not happened. So I'm condensing everything into this one session, and... Wow, so much has happened. And and one of the goals I set for this past year was to perform as much as possible. And that has been happening on a regular basis since January. And I'm really, really excited about it. However, it's given me a new challenge to juggle things and um, some unforeseen challenges and just life really interesting things that have been happening and still dealing with have thrown a wrench in uh, having me navigate through all this stuff. And so my episodes have not been as regular as I would like. And so, you know, that's on me, I got to figure that out. And that's, that's totally my responsibility. But (laughs) I have got to get these, I got to get this out, because I know how important it is in terms of sharing. First of all, giving a shout out to these wonderful events and venues that work so hard to bring art and entertainment and so much variety that you can learn from. And then secondly, these, these things that I've extracted, I know will help you in dance life and business. So I'm really excited to share these tips and these lessons and observations on why watching live performances are so important, because they can help you achieve your heart's desire. And sometimes when you look back, you think something's going to take a lot longer. And then sometimes you think, well, it's not going to take that long. And it takes a lot longer. And that's just the nature of things and how things ebb and flow, of course. You know, all in all, I'm, I think that it's all the little steps and all the things that you do consistently. And then you look back and you're amazed at what has happened and what has transpired. And in that process of growth, the things that you attract to the process and to the achievement of your goals and dreams. And it's really, really exciting, despite the challenges, the struggles and the things that are maybe not going the way that you had planned or think they should go. But that whole pursuit of it, the whole journey is for me, it's been (laughs) it's been pretty exciting amidst all the challenges. But anyway, um, I'm going to share 16 things that I've gotten from various events and shows that I've been to in the last couple months. And And the reason I'm condensing everything in this one episode, because usually what I do is I I dedicate one episode to that one venue to that one event experience. But for time's sake, and and there's some other interviews I I really want to share with you coming up that I want to get out as quickly as possible. So I'm condensing all of this, especially since a, a lot of this is like months past. And I'm like, Oh, my gosh, I'm behind. But anyway, I'm still excited to share this with you. And I'm glad that I can still take it from the perspective of this content is evergreen. So you can listen to this 
10 months down the line, a year, whatever, a couple years, and it'll still be applicable to dance, life and business. And that is my whole goal that this helps you in some way. And I know it can. And even to the point of, well, maybe that didn't help me. At least I know what not to do. That's not going to work for me because different things work for different people. And that's totally fine. So anyway, the reason again, going back, (laughs) what I was trying to get to is that um, I, I actually thought about this as I was putting this together a couple of weeks ago that um, my son, he had, uh, we had met with his um, homeschooling teacher with his charter school and, and there were a couple of things that he was behind on and uh, she had asked him, well, would it what would be easier for you? Do you want to just kind of pick up from where you left off and then kind of go back when you need to? Or, you know, what would work best for you? And he said, you know, I, I want to just go, you know, start where I'm at. Let's go forward. And then if I have time, and if it's applicable, I'll go back to some of the other things. And I thought, you know, that's really smart. <laughs> I think I'm going to do the same with my podcast episodes, my content, because I'm going to start with uh, the most recent thing that I've seen, which is uh, Complexions Ballet. I, I saw for the second time at a different venue and just as fabulous as the first time I saw them last year. So I saw them last year in LA and this year I saw them in Long Beach and it was incredible. Same performance, same production, tribute to David Bowie, and then uh, just work backwards and it'll still make sense. So um, I appreciate your patience and and sticking with me and... Um, and also accessing the back catalog of episodes. I, I'm so happy about that as well. And again, if you have any questions, hit me up on um, Instagram or hit me up on my site, AnnetteBone.com. I'm happy to answer them. And uh, anything about dance, life and business, all that stuff. It's just, uh, it's really exciting to, to have conversations around that. And, um, and I get a lot of interesting questions a lot and uh, a lot about, um, my journey of, um, getting back into dance after 20 years and what that took and what that process is like and tips and things about health and wellness and stuff. And I'm happy to talk about all of that. So okay, so <laughs> this, this explanation about the episodes and everything, let's get into how watching a live performance can help you achieve your heart's desire. Thank you so much for joining me. Hey everyone, this is Hal Banfield, photographer of I Am Dance, words and images of the black dancer. Please buy my book at IamDanceBook.com. You're listening to Annette Bone and the Dancepreneuring Podcast. Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation. It's scary to make major changes, but we usually have enough courage to take the next right step. One small step and then another. That's what it takes to raise a child, to get a degree, to write a book, to do whatever it is your heart desires. This is a quote I found from Regina Brett that I thought very appropriate to our subject matter, how watching a live performance can help you achieve your heart's desire, because it is about the next step. And it can be a small step. And all those small steps add up to big results. So let's go ahead and get into 16 observations, tips, whatever you want to call them that I know can help you in your journey to achieving your heart's desires. And this is based on, again, the events, the dance events, performances that I've gone to in the last couple of months. And I'm putting all of this together in this one episode, starting with the most recent one, which is Complexions Ballet that I saw at the Carpenter's 
the Carpenter Center in Long Beach. Amazing. I saw them about a year ago. I think it was a year ago at I think it was Dorothy Chandler. And that happened totally by accident. And I was, of course, so excited because they they pay tribute to David Bowie. So their pieces were done to David Bowie's music, who Sadly, before I was not a fan of his stuff until it was much, much later that I became a fan of his music and a lot of other music too that used to be really popular. I am such a fan of that type of music now. (laughs) I don't know how that works out. But anyway, so let's go ahead and get into these uh, points of reference and these tips that will help you. Number one, once you've made a decision, act quickly. Oh boy, big lesson for me, as I've uh, mentioned in the intro about uh, wanting to do these episodes and reviews much sooner and just didn't happen with everything that's been going on with my life. And so that is definitely the case for some projects too, because I had uh, three video projects that I wanted to do in the past two years, and I had the ideas for them and even talked to the people, but I did not act quickly on them. So they are still sitting in my idea bank. And now I'm wondering, okay, do I still want to do them or not? <laughs> is it timely? And then it also got me thinking, okay, there are, there is a time and a place for certain things. And sometimes things are supposed to be in your idea vault for later. But I've noticed that things I act quickly upon, there's uh, there's something that happens with um, action that's taken quickly and the acceleration of results and that kind of thing. So once you've made a decision, act quickly and learn from my, from my example that uh, you don't want to sit on things too long. There are certain things, again, like you, you have to kind of sit on them and let them kind of marinate and depending on what it is. But uh, for the most part, um, act quickly if you can. <laughs> Number two. Number two, this is again, in context of the Complexions Ballet production that I saw, I will make reference to each of the performances and events and also link them in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 210. So you can check out these amazing companies and events and venues that I love so much. So number two, my question to you is, are you tribute worthy? This is in context with the tribute to David Bowie by Complexions Ballet. Obviously, he is tribute worthy. He's an iconic artist and so amazing, so talented. And I didn't appreciate his his work until after he had passed. And so they thought and were inspired enough to create this whole amazing work around him. And they are amazing and tribute worthy in their own right, even without tribute to David Bowie. But it got me thinking about not being famous and not being celebrity status or anything like that. But are you tribute worthy in terms of your work ethic? Did you make your day tribute worthy? Meaning, did you design your day? Did you experience and go through your day so that at the end of the day, you can be proud of it? You can attribute um, being proud of your day that it was a worthy day. I didn't say perfect. I said worthy. (laughs) So how could you have made it so if it wasn't? How can you make future days tribute worthy? So that's a question I ask myself as well. And, and something that I'm, I'm constantly, constantly working on. So are you tribute worthy? Did you make your day tribute worthy? Number three, let your work speak for itself. How does it make you feel when you operate from a place of integrity? When you say, something and you do it and you do it to the best of your abilities. For me, I, I love being accountable in that manner. Now things happen. And, um, 
you know, you just can't control everything. I've learned that. And I used to get very frustrated about that. But how does it make you feel when you operate from a place of integrity, to know in your heart that you will do what you say you're going to do to the best of your abilities. Now, the more you do, the more mastery you'll have in different areas. So It's really great to be purposeful about that, about being purposeful about your work. Because I know a lot of people that that talk a really good game and they talk and they're very eloquent and very, very verbose about what they do and their accomplishments and that kind of thing, which I totally give that to them. But it's more about what they say as opposed to about letting their work speak for itself. So let your work speak for itself. How does it make you feel when you have a piece of work, whether it's a dance piece or a business project or something else that that you've put your heart and soul into and that you've operated from a place of awesome work ethic and integrity and values. Think about that. Number four, what is your preparation time like? I think about the professional dance companies that I've seen, the business events that I've been to, and how much it speaks to me when I see quality. And it's not always about quantity, but also about quality. Preparation is really important in so many things. And granted, some of us have natural abilities to be able to not have to prepare. I hate, I hate to say not have to prepare, but maybe the preparation is different. But there's always some aspect of preparation that should go into what you do. Because first of all, you're worth it. You're worth putting in that time to bring out the best of what you have to offer to the project, to the dance piece, to whatever it is. So think about what is your preparation time like, and that can adjust depending on what it is and depending on what the season of your life is. But there is a preparation time. And so I see that with the events I've been to, and I get to enjoy it all those long, hard hours and focuses that these dancers and performers and and artists put in I oh my goodness I totally appreciate it and and I'm of course and the rest of the audience we are beneficiaries of all that wonderful work number five can you highlight someone else in your work besides yourself again I'm referring to complexion complexions ballet and their tribute to David Bowie And uh, I I get a real sense of generosity with this company. And being a generous person is more than just about the money. Everybody can make someone else feel better about themselves. It doesn't cost anything to be encouraging and to be generous in, in words, to be generous in spirit, to be generous in intention. And, and I certainly found that too with this, um, this second time seeing Complexions Ballet because I got to experience a serendipity of meeting Desmond Richardson after the show, which I was not expecting at all. <laughs> so that was a, a total blessing. And uh, one of his dancers was with them. Uh, everybody had left and, and uh, ended up meeting him in the as he was making his way out to the parking lot and, and just a kind, generous, vibrant soul. And I was I, I at first I, I was kind of like, am I really meeting him? I, I, I didn't want to bother him and stuff. You know, I get I still get like that sometimes. And, and I know they're all people, but I, I so respect him as an artist and, and uh, the work he's done for complexions and everything else he's done. And so he was very kind and generous with his time and, and uh, what he said about the company. And so that was such a serendipity. He was generous. And uh, that, that was such a gift. So can you highlight someone else in your work beside yourself and also have a generous spirit? Number six, create a life that is important to you. Complexions, again, I'm still on complexions because it is the most recent thing I've seen. 
the diversity in their cast, the di- di- the diversity in their messaging and their work, particularly um, in this production to David Bowie, they had a man on point, which was really cool to see. And, and you, you, you do see more of that of men, of course, dancing in heels, dancing very well in heels. And um, the, um, this, you know, men on point, just amazing, just uh, the, the artistry, the ability and something different, like diversity. So their message, obviously, that messaging is important to them, diversity and expression and artistry. So what is it that's important to you? What is it that needs to um, be evident in your life? So create that life that is important to you. Number seven, always be looking to add value. Back to Complexions, David Bowie tribute that I was expecting, but they actually added a bonus work at the beginning of the program, which I wasn't expecting. And so that extra mile, that extra piece of work that I got to enjoy, that was, wow, that was amazing. And it was, it was valuable. <laughs> it was enjoyable. So um, can you go the extra mile? How can you make something just a little bit better for your clients in your dance piece, in your interactions with people? Always be looking to add value. Number eight, sometimes you don't need to know all the behind the scenes information, especially if you're not directly involved. And bottom line, focusing on the positive. Um, There are some things that I've heard about different dance companies and the way they operate. And this could go for any company, anything. And I'm not directly involved with them. So I choose to focus on the positive and what I like about these dance companies and these people. So focus on the positive. You don't necessarily need to know all the behind the scenes. And if there's drama, there's drama everywhere. (laughs) There's enough drama everywhere. So why do you want to focus on that? Because what you think about is, you know, it it affects everything. So focus on the positive. It's just better. It's just it's a much better use of your time and creative focus focusing on the positive. Number nine, write things down while they are fresh in your memory. The faintest ink is better than the best memory. I'm speaking to myself because there are times that I've gone to these shows and I think, okay, I'll remember this detail about this portion of the show. And I know what I'm going to say about this. And all these thoughts are in my head, but they didn't always make it on paper. And so they're gone. (laughs) So that was part of the problem too. I thought, wait a minute, I thought I remembered that. Okay, I don't remember. Write things down while they are fresh in your memory. Number 10, little things matter. You can focus on a few things in dance life and business and put quality into them for them to stand out. My experience, I'm going to a different show. Oh, the previous one I was talking about with the companies and stuff, I had heard a couple things about um, about Jacob Jonas, and I love watching them. I've seen them. No, I've only seen them once, but I've heard a lot about them. But, you know, things that I've heard about all kinds of companies, both uh, positive and negative, I really, you know, I'm not involved. So I'm not going to focus on that. Okay, I went back to that one. Let's go forward. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that I gave a shout out to Jacob Jonas and, and the incredible work that they do. So thank you for that. Thank you for all. Oh, my gosh, just all these what I'm getting pictures in my mind of everything that, that I've been through as I'm going through this and just uh, vivid memories and wonderful experiences of all this. So I digress, not really digress, just, you know, getting fangirlish about all the stuff that I've gone to. Number 10, as I was talking about (laughs) the little things that matter, I'm talking about when I went to see American Contemporary Ballet at this fashion center in downtown LA. It was my first time there. So it's a it's a fashion 
venue. And it's, it's, I love it. It was just, it was my first time there. And it was a, a it was a production called Variations on Raimunda. And it was my first time seeing them, the very exquisite, polished, refined dancers, um, contemporary ballet, the venue was amazing, the setup, the feel, the feel of quality and opulence. I love that. Like, I'm not into like fancy schmancy things like I used to be. But th- I just loved my whole experience about it. They put quality into like the paper stock of their tickets. Very high quality feel the way you checked in the my um my tickets with my name on it. I mean, if you don't have a budget for that kind of stuff in your business or in your projects, there's still something you can do that can exemplify or highlight a unique perspective of your project, your dance piece, your company, little things matter, stuff like that does matter. But even if you can't spend, you know, hundreds of dollars on quality paper stock, there's something you can do, whether it's the way you treat people or adding another special touch in the customer service process, something I, I, I talk about this a lot. If you listen to any past episodes, I talk about this a lot, because it makes a huge difference. Little things matter. Little things can make a huge difference. And I really look forward to seeing American Contemporary Ballet again. I really enjoyed their work. It was, um, the dancers were beautiful. I, I just loved it. So I'm so happy there. And, and everything added to it. Again, the venue, the way that I got checked in, and oh, it was wonderful. Number 11, sometimes it takes more than once to appreciate something. And this is in reference to seeing the company 8-9, who, oh my goodness, I love their work. I got to see them twice this past year, one at uh, up in Pasadena, a noise within theater, who is actually uh, expanding out to add more dance into their repertory, because they're, I think they're focused more on Shakespeare and other theater and um, wonderful, wonderful experience there. Then I got to see them at uh, another place called Ruby Chapel, I think that that's in Highland Park. And that is a an old church building, just beautiful inside. So I got to see the same thing, but in two different venues. So not that I didn't appreciate seeing them in the in the place in Pasadena, because I love them. Anyway, anything I see of theirs, I love. And then seeing them the second time in, in a different venue in a different space, I, I got another perspective and appreciation for it. So I was um, reminded of this too, because <laughs> I'm going to the, to food experiences now. So sometimes it does take more than once to appreciate something, except for in this case, recently, I had this pack of vegan cookies that I got and it tasted, I hate to say it was really horrible, probably one of the worst things I've tasted. And I usually like this kind of stuff when I try new things that are vegan. And it was really and I returned it and I don't really return things. And, um, but then on the other side, it got me thinking about ginger and sauerkraut, which I used to hate when I was a kid. And now I can't get enough of the stuff. I love ginger and I love sauerkraut. So sometimes it takes more than once to like something or to appreciate it or see it in a different way. Again, with eight, nine, I I could see them again and again. And I'll love it. I know, (laughs) because I love them as a company. I love the work that they do, their approach, their methodology, and um, just, just love them. And, um, I think about learn just the learning process because a lot of times, um, just generally speaking, of course, with with uh, things you want to do over and over again to to learn better and to absorb better. But generally, like if you're taking a course, you want to go over it at least three times because you want a general overview, like a roadmap. For the second time, you start learning and you can 
pick up more stuff. And then the third time is the start to mastery. Of course, you, maybe you can master something in three times. I don't know. It depends on what it is. But it's going to take more than once to master something. It's going to take more than once to get more than just going through something one time. So sometimes it takes more than once to appreciate something, to have a deeper understanding of something. Number 12, kindness will always go a long way. I found this quote by Bob Carey that I love. Unexpected kindness is the most powerful, least costly, and most underrated agent of human change. Kindness will never go out of style. Uh, my experience again with 8-9 uh, I was contacted by Ariel Carpenter, who is the chair of the board of directors of 8-9. And at the first one, the first showing in Pasadena, they had a reception afterwards. And um, she knew there wasn't going to be vegan food. So she brought me a container of this yummy quinoa salad because she knew that I wasn't going to be able to eat anything there. And I thought, oh, my God. <laughs> That was so kind. That was so thoughtful. And me being a, a gifts and acts of service person in terms of love languages, that spoke huge to me. So I was so just so touched and so just excited that, oh, my gosh, she thought of me and she's bringing me this yummy salad. And, and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't about the salad. It's just the, the thought of it. And of course, it was delicious. And of course, I ate it. But oh, my gosh, thank you, Ariel, if you're if you're listening to this, to, um, for that wonderful, kind gesture it definitely went a long way. And I'm talking about it months later. So obviously, it made, <laughs> it made a huge impact on me. And kindness is just, again, if it's especially when it's unexpected like that, these, it, it can go a long way in uh, making an impact on another person. So kindness never goes out of style, and it'll never go out of style. Number 13, don't be afraid of showing things in progress. I know a lot of people who want to perfect things before they launch or release, whether it's a course, whether it's a choreography project, whether it whatever it is. I think about movie trailers and um, how sometimes, you know, sometimes, a lot of times it's not the movie's not even finished, but they're showing clips so that they can show you what's coming. And they can get feedback and collaboration either from their peers, or maybe they are looking for public feedback. But don't be afraid of showing things in progress. Um, I went to a showing of pro showing works in progress by I believe it was um, LA Contemporary Dance, and they are prominent in the Los Angeles area. And I really enjoyed it. They actually had a collaboration with uh, some other dancers. One of them I really, really, really enjoyed. And I wasn't really familiar with the work, but I definitely want to see more of their work. And I believe they're called Whiteberg. I'll link them in the show notes as well at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 210. They did this piece on... Uh, based on a video game. <laughs> it was very, very engaging. I love stuff like that. So this, this showing with these, uh, this collaboration, it was, um, it was a work in progress. And uh, of course, it wasn't done. And it was at a studio, there wasn't props or stage lighting, we all were sitting around in um, kind of on the outskirts of the, the dance space, I believe it was at Brockus Project Studios, which is a great space. And, and um, it was it was great. And, and I was happy to see what what was coming for the new season. So don't be afraid of showing things in progress. This will open you up to ideas and refinement and maybe other people that will want to collaborate with you and, and give you things that will help move that forward. So don't be afraid of that. Number 14, 
And this has to do with this uh, work in progress that I saw works in progress that I saw from LA Dance, um, not LA Dance Project, Los Angeles Contemporary Dance. I get those two confused sometimes. Sometimes it's more important to have connection over content. I understand this was a work in progress, and it was about showing what was coming. And I know that the finished product will um, will have people connect this way. But, but when I was watching it, I, I felt no conde- connection at all. I There was no eye contact with uh, the performers. I didn't feel anything. There was nothing I felt. The dancing was great. The choreography was um, was great. But I just I didn't feel anything. I didn't have any connection. And, and it reminded me that everybody has their own authentic tribe. Not everyone is going to vibe with your work. And that's okay. That is totally okay. You're not you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. <laughs> not everybody's going to like what you do. And you can't get hung up on that. So for me, um, connection is very important, but I, I did understand that this was a work in progress. And so, um, and I know that's going to happen when, when they show this when in its entirety and it's, it's fully done, there will be connection. I, and, and they have a, a huge fan base. So that's not, that's not a challenge at all. But, um, sometimes it's more important to have connection over content. Number 15. I went to see at one of my favorite venues, Ford Theaters, which I talk about a lot, Rennie Harris Functified, and uh, another prominent hip hop company called Versus Styles was performing with Rennie Harris. And there was live accompaniment, and it was fun and vibrant and high energy and just all the wonderful things that Versus Styles does. I so respect them and what they've done for the community and for the dance scene in the LA area and all around too. They are a great example of community and just so many wonderful things. And so um, I really enjoyed it. Really, really enjoyed it. Uh, however, there were times when I thought there was too much going on at once. And that that's just kind of the nature of having a lot of dancers on stage. It's just that's just sometimes it just looks kind of overwhelming. And so if you have that in your life, if you have things that are overwhelming, and you have too much, simplify. Simplicity is the ultimate sophistication, a quote by Leonardo da Vinci, because your brain gravitates and wants to find solutions that will simplify. So it is a neurological thing, too. It's a scientific thing that your brain just naturally wants to um, go that direction. So if you're overwhelmed, you can't get anything done. So this show reminded me that sometimes you don't need a lot of stuff going on. And I know in our culture and society today, it's like the more that you do, the more, uh, gosh, it seems like there's this perception that you're more valuable because you can do more and it's not about that. So simplify for yourself. Now you might be one of those people that thrives on a lot of stuff going on. (laughs) I don't know. And that's fine too. But um, for the most part, overwhelm is a very common thing. And it just means that you have to say no to some things because then you can say yes to the things that matter. Simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. Number 16, the energy you bring into a collaboration can make or break it. And it's not so much whether you're positive or negative, not so much about the circumstances or the conditions because those are ever changing, but it's the energies. Whether the energies are complementary and life-giving or they're draining, does the collaboration help you move forward to the end result? And that is obviously very subjective. So what kind of energy are you bringing? I watch different collaborations. I've been in different collaborations and the energies have been different on most of them. 
And some have been very life giving and very exciting. And others have been very draining. <laughs> I still appreciate them because I learn things and I, I learn things about myself of, of what I need to improve on. And, and this is not a slight to anybody that I've been involved with in terms of collaboration, but everybody's energy is not going to be complimentary, but it's it's great if you can find that and you can't always control that. But you can be responsible for the energy that you bring into a collaboration, because that can make it or break it. So what kind of energy are you bringing? So my hopes in condensing all of these experiences from watching live performances will help you see that it's these things like this, these little steps, these um, different perspectives that will help you achieve your heart's desire much, much more easily than you think. And it's not this elusive faraway goal that someday I hope or one day, no, it's it can it can be very sequential and systematic and strategic. And um, I'm really, I'm, I'm really encouraged by that. I hope you're really encouraged by that. And that's certainly what I've experienced doing what I've been doing. So so with these 16 things, and hopefully you can check out some of these companies as well. If you haven't, I recommend all of them seeing all of them if you get a chance, checking out their work, checking out information about them. Because I think you can learn something from everyone. And all those little steps, all those little perspectives and changes along the way will help you achieve your heart's desire. Thank you so much for joining me on this session. Remember that you are valuable, your dreams are important, and it's never too late to be great.